What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to another episode of the Red Devil Roundup. It's been a while. It's been a few weeks now, I think. Probably almost a month. Um, and yeah, we're back with another episode. United versus Newcastle yesterday. Uh, it was an away game and they drew 1-1. But yeah, essentially, first and foremost, um, look, there's been a few games that we've, uh, or a couple games that we've missed due to coronavirus, um, starting with the Brentford one. So yeah, obviously we've missed out on a couple matches and hence I haven't really been uploading and I didn't really upload, uh, I think there was probably the Norwich game uh, prior to the break. Well, I say the break, but the COVID break, which was obviously unintended. Um, basically, just look, work was busy and not a lot happened, I guess, in those games in terms of talking points and in terms of, I guess, observations to make. It's still early days in Ralf Ranick uh, and his tenure as interim manager. Um, and I guess there wasn't a huge number of talking points from those games specifically. But look, we're back. Newcastle performance was incredibly underwhelming, and I guess I'm going to get back into this a bit more, a bit more frequently now. Uh, now that we're getting into the new year, the game's coming thick and fast, and we're going to start reaching the crunch end of the season uh, with you know Champions League knockout stages coming up, FA Cup uh, going to get into full swing, and obviously the Premier League starting to reach uh, the serious end um, where we're going to start seeing the league really start to shape up. Who's going to be pushing for the title? Who's going to be pushing for top four? Who's going to be getting relegated? Um, and look, yeah, essentially, obviously going to take it from there, but we're back again, been a few weeks and yeah, good to be back. So United drew one all with Newcastle and man, it feels like Groundhog Day when I'm repeating myself again, it was just such a subpar performance. Uh, United weren't good enough. The players weren't good enough. The performance wasn't good enough. Ralph Ranick has been playing a four triple two. I haven't seen a lot from it in the opening game. The first game, uh, I believe it was Crystal Palace 1-0. And look, I was impressed with the structure and the defensive stability that came with that. In terms of going forward and creative chances, in creating chances, we looked good at times in that game. And I guess those are the positives. And I thought it would take time for the players to adapt. But I guess having said onto a bit more, I'm still not sold on this formation. I think obviously he believes in it. And structurally, he believes that we can defend well, uh, keep clean sheets, which we have for the last two games prior to yesterday. But even the Norwich game was just the 1-0. It was close, and it probably should have been a better performance than that. But look, nonetheless, one all draw with Newcastle isn't good enough when they're sitting in the relegation zone. Uh, the team really should be doing better. The way we saw us, United beat them 4-1 in the first half of the season. That was obviously Ronaldo's return. It was at Old Trafford. Atmosphere was electric. But again, United didn't play overly well that game, and they still managed to get a 4-1 result against a poor Newcastle side. Yes, they've changed... Uh, Managers with Brucey being gone and Eddie Howe coming in, but I still don't think that is enough of an excuse to be dropping points against this side. I don't think they're good enough to threaten us, and they really shouldn't be threatening us with not only the team that they have, but the way that they've been performing. It's not like they've got Eddie Howe in and they've hit the ground running and they've been dominating games from start to finish, getting points on the board. That was only their, oh, sorry, they didn't even win, but it was nearly their second win of the season. Um, so, yeah, look, United conceded early on to a goal from Alan St. Maximin, and it was, look, brilliant goal by him in the seventh minute. He did really, really well. Um, and he's a threatening player. He's a dangerous player. And I guess when you're versing Newcastle, he is the danger man and he's the person you want to mark out of the match, which United failed to do so, um, clearly, as he beat two players and stuck one top corner. De Gea couldn't do much about it. Fast forward another, I don't know, 65-odd minutes, and not a lot has actually happened in terms of the game, in terms of chances. It was a pretty stale performance from, not both sides, it was a stale performance from United. Given Newcastle's current situation, I think it actually wasn't bad from them. And they probably did deserve to win. Edinson Cavani, uh, Dello pushes forward, puts the ball in, Cavani hits it, gets blocked, and then he follows up the rebound to level the score and make it 1-1. Good, 
good to see him back on the score sheet and the energy that he provides even off the bench, his ability to get into dangerous positions, get on the end of passes, create chances and try and score goals. Um, it's a breath of fresh air. I know Ronaldo has that, obviously that ability as well. No one's doubting that and even Greenwood to an extent. But I don't know, he's just his energy when it comes to pushing forward, his ability to put those chances away and be in the right place at the right time uh, is something that is a much welcome change and something that we need. And I think his attitude as well, and I'll kind of go into this in a bit of depth a bit later because um, Gary Neville and Jamie Carragher were discussing it on Sky Sports. But I don't think we should be letting him go because he is such a welcome player to have at the club. And I'll discuss his importance uh, in a few minutes. But essentially, looking at our team and our lineup, the 4 triple two with Tellez, Maguire, Varane, and Delo as a back four, obviously to hiring goals again. Um, not much seems to change in that part every single game. But uh, poor. I'd just say poor uh, more than anything. But... I mean, looking at that back four, Varane was poor. I'm not going to defend him. I think he's a great centre-half, and I'm so glad we have him. But he was definitely underperformed. It was his first game back in a while, so I'll be lenient. And guess with the club's whole COVID kind of crisis, not playing in 16 days and, you know, training ground being closed for a bit. Um, I wasn't expecting the world, but I was expecting better. Disappointed to him, but at the end of the day, we've seen the quality he's had because every other game he's played for United up until this point, he has been brilliant. So I still think he needs to be playing. Maguire was terrible, um, and... He's just having the season from hell. I don't know what's gone wrong after the Euros or what needs to change, but at the end of the day, I don't want to see him playing again. And an interesting thing that we're going to take from this is Eric Bailly was allowed to go on uh, international duty early because there's the African Cup of Nations coming up mid-season. And he's actually been, this morning, he was recalled from international duty or premature international duty uh, to come back and be in the Burnley squad. So I have a feeling we may be seeing Eric Bailly play against Burnley because I think if he wasn't expected, needed, or wanted to play for that Burnley game, I doubt he'd be flying him back from Ivory Coast to play a game and flying him back into Ivory Coast to go to the African Cup of Nations shortly after. So, as to whether he's going to be replacing someone, Lindelof is COVID, so he won't be playing in the next game, I assume. As to whether we switch to a three-back or he replaces one of the centre-halves, I don't know, but I have a feeling we will be seeing him play and I have a feeling we'll see him uh, starting. So, hopefully we do because I think I would love to see Varane and Bailly together as opposed to Maguire and Varane or even Varane with Lindelof when he's back from COVID. Fullbacks, Dallow and Tellers. Again, both of them, neither were brilliant. Uh, Delo did assist Cavani's goal, and he, again, it's the same conversation where he definitely is a lot better than Aaron Wan-Bissaka when going forward, but defensively, he's not quite as stable. So you've got to take it with a pinch of salt. It's a bit of a double-edged sword, but make of that what you will. I think I think he needs to continue playing, give him more time, because at the end of the day, our biggest issue under Ranić at the moment isn't our defensive ability in terms of cutting out chances. It's more the fact that we aren't looking threatening going forward forward line do not look cohesive whatsoever and the midfield don't know how to link up with the defense or the attack and that is probably the biggest issue of all so i would keep playing Dello and Tellez again it was a standard performance he was nothing special he wasn't poor um but yeah i'd keep playing him over Shaw just because he deserves the minutes after Shaw's horrendous start to the season if Tellez really does underperform or Shaw, you know apparently you know allegedly turns god mode in training then yeah of course you're going to give him minutes because that's how it works, the hierarchy. But I think for the time being, the fullback positions belong to Dallow and Tellez, and I wanted to see what they can do over a real stretch of time, so over the next month or so. McFred, McFred, McFred. McTominay and Fred CDM for Manchester United once again, playing side by side. I don't want to see it. I'm sick of it. And look, the fact that Fred came off at halftime and McTominay came off shortly after uh, was probably telling that Ranić really wasn't happy with how they performed in the first half, and I would agree. Their passes were off. Uh, Fred especially, just missing targets left, right, and center. I know he does have ability, and at times he's good, and at times he's horrible. But I'd be playing other people, or at least trying other people, because I think they deserve it. So definitely be giving Fred and McTominay a 
rest and I'd be giving the likes of Vanderbeek or Matic or someone else a run if we're going to play a 4 triple 2 Fernandez and Rashford, both poor again as well. I'm not going to defend them. Rashford was terrible. Uh, he went on one really, really nice run. Um, other than that, mishitting passes, mishitting balls. Look, had a decent shot from 30 yards, losing the ball, getting dispossessed, and very, very wasteful, and it wasn't good enough. Same with Bruno Fernandes. He tries too hard with that hero ball, you know, trying to be the X factor. And yes, I know he has it in his locker. There are times when he can spank a ball from 25 yards and put it top corner, or he'll, you know, as opposed to that, he'll hit a beautiful through ball or an incredible pass to create a goal. But at the same time, when all he does is look for that long ball, it's so wasteful in possession more often than not. So I think he needs to kind of display a bit more composure and I guess be a bit bit more calm on the ball, play short passes, link up with the midfield, link up with the attack and try and create chances through that as well as when it's on, looking for that kind of defining moment. Ronaldo and Greenwood up top did not link up well together. Ronaldo was terrible. Uh, his runs off the ball were good and I think he was very unfortunate that he didn't get fed. He deserved better. But other than that, I think he was uh, incredibly poor. You could tell he was frustrated throughout the game. Rash challenge on... Was it Ryan Fraser? Anyway, really poor challenge to get himself in the book. And he just, yeah, didn't really look all that special. Look like he was going to create a moment that could potentially win us the game. So I guess those are my thoughts on the lineup. Off the bench, look, Cavani was brilliant. Sancho was okay, had a couple of good moments. And then Matic was Matic, just kind of slot in the midfield. So I don't really think it was a notable uh, substitution. So looking at the team and look at the issues, two things I just want to discuss before we talk about the next game, the upcoming game. Um, more importantly is... So, Ronaldo and Bruno and their attitude, or I guess attitude of some of the players in general, not just them, uh, it just looks like last right now. Some of those players need to pull their head in and really start looking to perform. Uh, it's just Ronaldo and Bruno flailing their arms around, complaining, whinging, looking like they almost don't care or they feel like they're superior to the rest of the squad is not good enough. They are two of the leaders in the dressing room and they need to be doing more. And I guess touching on what Gary Neville said earlier, I completely agree. I think they need to be doing better. I think they need to be working harder. I'm not working hard necessarily in terms of Bruno, but I think they need to really be trying to integrate with the squad. And the players that either aren't on their level or maybe young and need to learn from, they need to be role models to them. And then, yeah, like I said, I touched on before, that's the kind of influence that Cavani has, which is why I want to see more of him. I want to see him playing and I want to see more people like Cavani at this club. You saw it last year. He was like a mentor to Mason Greenwood and Greenwood's game last year developed incredibly uh, when playing alongside Cavani. Even when he was benched for him, it didn't look like he had issues with it. It was nothing... Scarring his ego, they seem to have a really good relationship with one another, and Cavani really helped him in terms of his personal development. His hold-up play increased dramatically. Uh, his ability to create chances also increased dramatically because he was playing out wide. Cavani told him what he needed to look for, what he wanted, and you saw Greenwood putting in dangerous balls, finding Cavani's head. Cavani, Cavani threw him goal. You need players like that in your dressing room, and I think Ronaldo and Bruno need to almost take a page out of Cavani's book in terms of their attitude because his attitude is second to none. I think he's a great professional and you can see it on the pitch, you can see it off the pitch and you can see it in the club. You need more people like that. So I think the senior players at Manchester United need to take note of that and try and be more like him because at the end of the day, there are still a lot of young, talented players, whether it's you know Mason Greenwood, Jaden Sancho, they have a lot to learn and the senior players need to do their best to not only help them to help the younger players' career, but to help the team. Everyone needs to be on the same page, looking to complete the same task, looking to get these results and get Manchester United back to where they need to belong. So, look, I guess that's my I guess little rant or as such, because it was so obvious to anyone watching that game that Ronaldo and Bruno were fed Ronaldo and Bruno were fed up and almost thought they were above everyone else. So, yeah, I wasn't happy about that, and I want to see more, not only more Cavani, but I want to see more. I guess his his mentality implemented throughout the club. On another note, Maguire, I've said he's poor, and I think he needs to be dropped. I want to see Bayer playing because he's going to be back. United have Burnley in a couple days. 
Um, and I'll be watching that game and probably uploading the episode afterwards unless little to nothing happens in that game and very little change is imminent. But otherwise, look, United have got Burnley and what lineup do I think we're going to go with? I think, I hope, I'm going out on a whim here, but I'm going to predict the lineup and I'm going to say De Gea in goals because actually, yeah, speaking of which, Phenomenal again. He has been the best player for United this season. He made two massive saves to keep United in the game. And if we didn't have him, both Norwich and Newcastle, we would have lost to two relegation-threatened sides. So, big props to David De Gea. I think he'll be starting in the next game, as per usual. I think we'll go with Dallow, Varane, Bailly, and Tellez, hopefully. And I think he'll stick to the tri- 4 triple two. I think McTominay and Fred won't be it. I think he'll play probably Donny van der Beek and McTominay just because Fred got dragged at halftime on... Uh, against Newcastle, so I think he'll drop Fred and play Donny van der Beek next to McTominay for his ability to both, well, his ability to play on the ball, his ability to distribute forward, create chances, and link up with the midfield and forwards, because um, I guess that will simultaneously, A, give us a good balance in the midfield, but also potentially help us unlock defenses, which we're struggling to do, especially a team like Burnley that can be quite stubborn uh, defensively to play against. I think he'll drop Rashford, and I think he'll play Bruno and Sancho as the attacking left and right attacking midfielders. And I think he'll keep Ronaldo up top, but he'll play him next to Cavani. He'll come on for Greenwood, hopefully. Um, otherwise, look, if he plays Ronaldo on Greenwood, I guess we'll live. But hopefully the changes in the midfield, which we need and we'll hopefully see, will make the difference in terms of us going forward and seeing better performances from him. Um, but otherwise, that is pretty much all I want to talk about today. I hope everyone had a really good Christmas, really good New Year's. Oh, he's looking forward to a good New Year's. And feel free to follow us on our social media channels. It is Instagram.com forward slash Red Devil Roundup and Twitter.com forward slash Red Devil Roundup. Thank you so much for listening. I'll be back soon. Cheers, guys. I'm out.